Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Nope, not doing that this morning. I'm not Paul Zeiss, and yesterday's win was not very pretty. And I don't know whether to be extremely concerned or or whatnot, but um, that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis. This is Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. It's the Fan Early Morning Show. The Fan Early Morning Show, the wake-up show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. You can apply online at 84lumber.com. So, we got a win. The Pirates won yesterday. But, you know, and they're in first place. Now, listen, there's a lot lot to digest about yesterday's game. The PM team said it would be a disappointment if the Pirates didn't sweep the A's. They made some good points. Crowley and Doran were both on the leaning toward, yeah, it would be a disappointment. Uh, Neil Walker said he wouldn't be surprised because in Major League Baseball, uh, he was on the morning show yesterday. He said he wouldn't be surprised. It uh, seems that the baseball gods, so to speak, they kind of leave off. You know, they, they it, it's, it's difficult. The baseball gods don't let teams sweep consecutive series. Whether he has a point or not, uh, I mean, sure. I kind of buy that. But I also understand how bad the Oakland Athletics are this year that they, uh, how, I mean, they're just terrible. They just, and, well, here's the thing, too. I mean, it's, the Oakland Athletics were so bad, I think that the Athletics had opportunities to win that game, and the Athletics ended up beating themselves. So, I mean, if you remember, and Austin Hedges, by the way, we got to get to Austin Hedges as well because I'm excited because he had a big day. Well, I mean, there's a lot to dissect about this game. There's so many good things. There's so many things that excited me. But then again, there's so many things that frustrated me about this game, especially early on. I mean, Hedges made some mistakes, but then he you know, came back. He got on base a couple times. He scored the tying run when the Pirates came back later in the game. And he also got a hit in that eighth inning that set up Andrew McCutcheon's sacrifice fly. So good on him, struggled early, and then and then he threw out a runner in the ninth too, so don't forget about that. One of the best base dealers in the game. Austin Hedges deserves a half round of applause. It's such a, like, I, I'm struggling to find the words to describe how I feel about that game yesterday because there's so, there's so much you can be excited about. But then you think about it and you're like, hmm, the A's really beat themselves in that case. It didn't seem like a dominating performance by the Pirates. It just seemed like the A's beat themselves, especially when their right fielder, whose name I can't recall, I can't name hardly anybody on the A's, but the right fielder, left-handed arm, when the ball was hit in the air, 
Threw the ball to third base to get McCutcheon out as Hedges was going home to score, creating a sacrifice fly for the Pirates. I don't think I've ever seen in a Major League Baseball game with the tying run on third on a fly ball hit to the outfield, the right fielder not decide to throw home and get the and get the go-ahead run, at least contest the go-ahead run. Now, the right fielder threw it to third and got McCutcheon out. McCutcheon did a good job stalling on that play and backed up a bit to give Hedges enough time to score from third base. It looked like Hedges was just going to deke him, and then Hedges kept running. His right fielder looked like he turned his shoulders toward third base and, sure enough, threw it to third. Just a bizarre play by the A's. I mean, late in the game, I can understand maybe even in the early innings, if you just want to let that run score, you think you got a better chance to get the runner out at third, sure. I mean, throw it throw it to third, get outs early in the game. When time's on your side, but like, that play was late in the game. Now they ended up coming back and tying it. And I think it was Nick Allen who, uh, on El Perdomo, struck out. And he was chasing all these high pitches. He didn't throw him a strike the entire plate appearance. Nick Allen swung. There were two pitches that were wild. And then he swings at a couple high pitches and bails Perdomo out of that inning. If Nick Allen doesn't swing at all in that plate appearance, he might get a walk, and the A's might have taken the lead on the Pirates. The Pirates later, we know, would have came back and tied it. But at least the A's would have had a chance. It just didn't feel like in that game the Pirates were dominant. I know the bullpen was stressed. Twitter's mad at Rob Zestrizny. You know, they had a stressed bullpen, and I know that. And Zestrizny didn't seem on. Perdomo got bailed out. I mean, at least he got bailed out, and it was, you know, it was inspiring. Like, okay, you know, he worked himself out of this bases-loaded jam. The A's didn't do more than tie the game. That gave the Pirates an opportunity to win. That's what you want. But I'm just, I'm not, I didn't wake up this morning Feeling all that great about the Pirates. I didn't wake up this morning feeling great either because I stayed up to watch the end of the game. So I didn't really get to bed until 11 o'clock. And, you know, this show is early in the morning. But, hey, that's all right. No, I still enjoy it. But, yeah, no, feeling a little tired today, but also just not feeling not feeling great about this win. I mean, there's two more games in the series. The Pirates didn't lose yesterday's game. So there's there are things to be, I guess, happy about, be satisfied with. I'm satisfied with a win. I'm not going to be enraged about a win. It's not an inspiring win, but it's one of those things where you can sit and you can be satisfied. You can say, you know what? It could have been worse. They could have lost, but they didn't. And the opportunity to sweep the series is still in play. It's not, again, it's not as inspiring, but they can still sweep the series. They can still be just fine. My name is Nicholas Harry Callis, 412. 928-9370 is the phone number if you would like to call me and we can have a conversation. You can also tweet at me. It's at Callas underscore 33. That's C-A-L-L-A-S underscore 33. If uh, you want to tweet at me, have some comments, I will uh, 
read them at my discretion. Uh, Crowley and I got tagged in a tweet yesterday by somebody with the letters TG and then 8877 on Twitter. Tagged me and Crowley. Said, safe to say Hedges earned his $5 million in one game tonight. Love to hear it. Love to hear the Hedges support. Let's go Austin Hedges. I'm just I'm partial to catchers because I understand all the intricacies of catching, and I know that the batting averages are very, you know, they're they're very distinct. They're they're very concrete, right? It's a concrete stat. You're either a good hitter or you're not based on how often you hit the ball over how many times you come up for at bats. I get it. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And he had a, I think, what it let a wild pitch go or pass ball yesterday, let up a stolen base. I know Crowley may bring that up. He and I were texting a bunch last night, and it was kind of funny because Hedges struggled early on, and he's texting me like, "Oh yeah, look out, look at that." And then I, and then Hedges got on base. I think his last two plate appearances, and you know, ended up scoring the tying run, and he was on base and set up Andrew McCutcheon to hit the sacrifice fly to bring home the potential winning run in the game. So I like Hedges for that reason, sure. And I, I cracked back at Crowley, and I'm like, look at that. And it was a beautiful moment with Hedges and Johan Oviedo when Oviedo got taken out. I think it was after the seventh inning. And they're in the dugout, and uh, Hedges and Oviedo hugging a little bit, looking at each other, smiling. And Oviedo satisfied that he could leave the game in position to win. He didn't get the win because the A's tied it after that. But just to see that, I mean, it, it seems that the players – Especially the pitchers, they respect Austin Hedges and they value whatever he contributes to the team. We don't see what he contributes to the team because we look at batting averages and home runs and runs batted in and we say, well, he's batting under 200. And that's a fair point. I'll, I, I, won't, I won't disagree with that point. I just think that there's something, there's something else going on in this organization where you don't just want to cut the man. You don't just want to say, hey, you're gone. He's bringing some extra value to the team that we can't see. And right now he has an influence on the Pirates greater than anything that it seems Andy Rodriguez or Henry Davis can bring to the team right now. And Henry Davis is still light on his experience batting in the minor leagues. So we'll see. But I think that there's something going on with Austin Hedges right now, that they're not they're not willing to move him and they're not willing to make a crazy move. They're not willing to do anything that would mess up the rhythm of this team. Now you could also argue that what the heck's this uh what's the rhythm of the team if they won what about six games in May? And I, I'll take that as well. I I understand that point. But right now they've won six in a row to start June. So here we go again. They've won just about as many games to start June as they had all month of May. It's a very bizarre year so far. And don't look now. I already said it. The Pirates are a half game into first place in the NL Central. 
sustainable? It's hard to say. I don't want to jinx it anymore. I mean, we all talked about it in April, right? Oh, a historically great start for the Pirates. It would take a catastrophe for them not to finish strong this year, and then they won about six games in May. They didn't win very many games in May. So not, I'm not going to do that. Not going to jinx the Pirates. Not going to jump the gun anymore. And we're just going to take it one game at a time at this point. I'm going to take it one game at a time. I'm going to enjoy this team as their success comes and goes. If it goes and comes as it does, I am staying on the team just one game at a time. There are reasons to feel good about yesterday's win. There are reasons that maybe you're you're not feeling great. Don't be mad at yesterday's game, though. They still won. They still have another opportunity tonight. I think how they respond tonight to a game like yesterday will be telling. I think, though, that I think that, you know, it's just being patient, going one game at a time, and just appreciating right now they're in first place. I mean, toward the end of May, even our own guys, like Crowley was talking about it, they won't be over 500 again this season, and here they are. They're over 500. They're in first place. They have 32 wins. What the fifth best record in the National League, something like that. Fifth, sixth best record. I mean, they're they're fine. Right now, they're doing fine. They've won seven of their last ten games. They've won six in a row. That's something that you that you should be satisfied with right now. Be happy about it. Be happy about that. Four one two nine two eight nine three seven zero is my phone number. You can also tweet me at Callus underscore three three. Uh if you want to make some comments, you can talk about the pirates. Talk about uh anything sports related. If you get anything on your mind, you're welcome to talk about it. Just the pirates, the big story right now because they're in first again. They are still contending for that division lead. And the St. Louis Cardinals are now eight games back of the lead in the NL Central. They're in last and they're deep in last now. I understand the pessimism, too, because the Cardinals usually just always seem to come back and always seem to do well. I understand that fear. I'm not necessarily going to say it's safe either because I don't want to have any of you scrutinize me if for some reason they, you know, the Cardinals end up coming back. And I'm like, I told you so. I hate the people that say I told you so. So I don't want to make a, a strong bet here, but I will say this. I, I don't have as much faith in the Cardinals to come back and win the division as you might. Still a long season. I get that. And the Pirates collapsing in May does not inspire confidence. But let's let's enjoy that, too. The, the Cardinals are in last place in the NL Central. They are not better than the Reds or the Cubs. The Brewers are strong this year. The Pirates are strong this year. But the Reds, 27 and 33, better than the Cardinals and the Cubs in fourth, 26 and 33, better than the Cardinals. I don't think anybody foresaw that, but enjoy that right now, too. I mean, I mean, go pull up a picture of it. Go search it on the internet. NL Central standings. And just, you know, be pleasured with the fact that the Cardinals are the last team in that division. It brings me so much joy looking at it right now on my computer screen. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 